What's up, everybody? This is Imani Wilson, and welcome back to another edition of the Bombastic Podcast. Uh, feel free to click the bell to subscribe to this podcast here on YouTube for those viewing this video. And for those listening, please take a moment to consider subscribing on whatever platform in which you listen to your podcasts. So now that that little bit of business is done, uh, let me just go ahead and say right now, it has been a very interesting start to 2019. All right. So far, we're in a great my favorite. No, I'll take that back. Second favorite month of the year, uh, April. And um, I've been fucking sick twice. And I don't know how to feel about that. You know, I know a lot of people are like, bitch, are you, you getting your vegetables with the case of a dude? I can tell you now I'm getting my vegetables. OK, uh, I eat good. You know, I'm constantly like drinking water, bunch of water. Um, you know, apple cider vinegar to like deal with my like gut bacteria growth. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Either way, I do a lot to sort of balance and regulate my system. I think the one thing that I probably need to do more of is sleep, sleep. You know, I, I, I guess for me, I'm always in this mode of not even so much just working, but my mind's just always like, it's something going on, whether it's like something art related, something like, Oh, you know, I really want to research into like this particular thing or, or just something like either way, my mind is just crazily just active at times. So I got to learn more now to kind of shut it down to kind of be able to just say, all right, you know what, dude, that's it for the night. That's it. Because my nights so far more so like my mornings, it's like, Late night slash early mornings to where I'm talking sleep is typically like four ish, five in some instances. Then I get up maybe like nine, ten, sometimes eleven or so. So it's like it, it, it just makes me feel as though I've got to find that balance. And I don't know when this shit got the fuck out of whack. But all I know is I'm making a direct correlation between the two times I've gotten sick this year to my sleep habits or my lack of sleep. Whatever it is. I mean, it's so bad. And you know it's bad. And shout out to my boy, Miami V. Like I said, one of my main um, outlets as far as for um, critiquing and giving me feedback on the podcast. You know, of the like 50 people that fucks with this podcast strong. I fucks with y'all. It's my 10% of my network. Um, you know, even my boy V who works overnight. He's like, yo, bro, seriously. He's like, you'll be up. And I'm just now getting into work. He's like, and I can hear in his voice. It's like, yo, bro. It's like, yo, it's like, yo, bro, you need to get some sleep, dog. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm telling you, I would really, really love to. But I guess the one thing I'm just trying to manage now is just the idea that I have a certain work ethic that I like to uphold myself to. So I say, well, if it means you have to kind of get to that point where, yeah, you do stay up a little bit later, but you're getting shit done, then so be it. But I think either way, my prevailing message in the first five minutes is that health is wealth. And I've had to learn that the hard way because it's both expensive and taxing to have to sit here and constantly be sick. For me, it started off the early part of this year. Um, the issue of bronchitis, you know, that whole bit or what was that? It was like acute bronchitis. So it was like bron- like diet bronchitis fucking basically. And in this instance, now just a bad cold that out of nowhere, I woke up one day and then my fucking like throat was on fire. I was like, dude, what the fuck? And it took me out. It took me out for this whole past week. I mean, granted, it was like five days of just needing to kind of get over myself. But even then, the only thing I was doing was just getting rest. 
Like, that's it. Just getting rest, taking shit easy, fluids, um, lots of garlic, you know, um, zinking up my system. Like, for me, when I get sick, I don't, I don't take it lightly. I absolutely do everything I can to sort of get myself on the up and up. Because I always tell myself, if it's little things, then the possible big or complicated shit, you just have to be prepared for. And for me, I'd rather be proactive than reactive with my health. So... As it is podcast, I can tell you, I've started a new diet regimen. So this is like me going into like my stuff for the year now. So I'm doing intermittent fasting. So that means technically when I do get up, I don't eat until maybe sometime to the middle of the afternoon. And then I try to eat before like 8 or 9 p.m. And then from there, it's like the same thing. So now I'm like getting my workout regimen in there, which also shout out to all my fucking homies, man. Like, you know, like I got one homie who... You know, a couple actually who are fucking personal trainers. And I feel bad. Like when I say I feel bad, meaning like I think like like I compare myself to them and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, granted, they'll probably be like, nah, some but you smart. You know, this, this and this and you're in the art and shit. I'm like, yeah, dude. But, yo, like like you should see like, dude, do you see you like, dude, like 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 what you can do on a pull up bar? I would picture in my head that I would think that I'd be able to do like right now I'm like you're at a peak you're at a peak physical condition to where you could take your shirt off and fuck somebody's like wife just am just like instantly just by taking your shirt off like she's automatically she's automatically thinking about the marriage as soon as you take your shirt off me I take my shirt off it's like wow so uh I know someone who needs to go ahead and get on low carb so you know it's it's just like come on but I mean, either way, I love myself. So I love myself enough to know that I'm investing more into myself and into my health, which is why I've been getting my regimens in on top of drinking lots of water, staying hydrated, taking multivitamins. And then lastly, of course, getting good sleep and eating good also. So yeah, I'd say so far, the theme for this episode is really just like, you know, get well soon, motherfuckers. Like, that's it. Like, seriously, like, and I had to get well and I had to do it soon because not doing the podcast, I'm not even going to bullshit you because I feel like this is a nice way to kind of open the doors of not only my mind, but also speak to, I guess, folks in my generation, my age groups and all of that. You know, I'm not even going to lie. I definitely had a moment in my head where I was like, you know what, dude, you don't even have to go back and do this. Like you just don't. And I, and I, and I don't think it was for anything along the lines of quitting. Cause the problem is I don't like quitting on anything. I really don't like, I, I hate the idea of quitting, dude. I just do. And that shit comes from like me being younger and like dealing with depression and all that shit. And, and that, that really took me out of doing a lot of things because I just either didn't have the energy for it, didn't have the enthusiasm or just didn't have the focus and drive to be able to apply myself. So the older I got, and kind of got over my depression and things like it, you know, I kind of have to fight that. And it's like, it's like, you still fight it. Like I tell people all the time, you, it's like, it's like, even though someone like myself who dealt with depression and anxiety, it's not something that I'm really beleaguered by now. It's still something you kind of have to get over still. It's like those little moments still come in mind. Like it came to me and it was, this was like maybe two or three days ago as of this podcast, I was like, yo, you don't have to go back and do this shit. Like, think about it. The world is going to go on. Everyone's going to do all this other shit. And it'll just be like, a, oh, you remember that thing that you were doing for a bit? Yo, whatever happened to that? That's that's how that would happen. But then I told myself, but if I did that, that would mean I quit. 
That would mean that I didn't see this thing all the way through its utmost fruition. That means everything thus far just wouldn't have been lived out or fleshed out to its maximum potential. And I just couldn't live with that. So I guess what I'm saying in short is if there's something that you're committed to, something you're connected to, just do that shit. I mean, I don't mean to make this the preachy fucking podcast. I'm like, yo. This motherfucker came back and he talking about health and and wellness, but no, I'm I'm dead ass. Like, listen, we we're, we're already we're already a third in the year in. It's motherfucking April. That's four months in. You only got eight more months in this bitch till 2019 is done. I'm just saying now, a third of the year in, you just need to one make sure your health is good mentally, physically, and emotionally, spiritually for those who are inclined. And then on top of that, you 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 keep yourself focused to what matters to you. Because, you know, a lot of people get caught up in either it needing to be about money or it, be, or it needing to be about status or career-based shit. Look, whatever it is that matters to you. And, and I'm, I couldn't be more serious about that shit. Because, like I said, I look around me and I constantly see the things that people are doing. Because, like I said, my homies who are personal trainers, they bust their ass to get to that point. And I know those guys personally. I've seen the transformation where one guy was in the Marines, another guy just 180 his lifestyle and all and all those different things like it. So I've seen people ultimately apply themselves. And, you know, that that's just something that you really have to take into consideration that it's dedication. I know that shit. You constantly hear this. You hear homies like Gary V, Tony Robbins, Rhonda Byrne. You hear all of these all of these different folks that, you know, that are like popular in that medium of like motivational coaches and motivational quotes say that. But it's a whole nother thing to actually embody that shit. Because like I said, for me, you know, it was the moment that I was just like, damn, my body's ran ragged. I got so many other things I'm working on. I don't necessarily have to do this. But then a part of me said, no, but you do have to do it because it's something you're invested in and something you put energy and time into. And you're not done. You're so not done. You're not done telling people the wild shit that you've seen lately. You're not done speaking about, you know, the things that matter to you, such as art, gaming, media, technology, sports, your own opinion, you know, your own opinion to take on things like you're just, you're just not fucking finished. So I didn't never want it to get to the point where I just fell the fuck back because in a sense, I almost know unintentionally. You know, some people may, and I don't know if it's the case or not, but I don't want to tote tote myself and say that I'm like someone that's like a leader or anything along those lines, or like I'm an example for for some people. But I do know, you know, when it when it comes to certain people, there is a certain reverence with either my opinion or just you know my whole journey. Even if you're vicariously in, and I know they like reverence, vicarious. Don't fuck all these SAT words. Either way, I'm just saying I don't do this just for me. I don't. I don't do this just for an ego boost. I don't do it for ego stroke. I don't do it just because I'm looking to monetize and capitalize. Even though all of that fly shit comes later. I still look at it like I'm still trying to give something back. So that's the first part that I want to give back to you guys is take care of yourself and be easy on yourself because I need to do the same shit for me. Point blank motherfucking period. So that part being said, I feel good to be able to talk now about sports. So and sports news, I think it goes without being said that if you follow American football, thus as thus easily known as the NFL, because any other football, I mean, AF, uh, I mean, college football, I mean, that's kind of done for right now. We're talking about American football. 
You would know that uh, obviously it's been some time, almost about a week now since I was out of commission. And some of these topics are kind of old, a little dusty now. But uh, Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots announced his retirement. Um, you know, tight end, Hall of Famer, easily. This guy's like about my age. I mean, he's had too many goddamn concussions and injuries to name. Either way, my man is walking away from the game with three Super Bowl rings, a bunch of franchise records, um, you know, probably in consideration of being one of the best to play in this position. Uh, goofball could possibly get into the entertainment business. Still is leaving with a whole lot of money because my man's literally said he didn't spend any money from his NFL contracts. He's literally living off of endorsements. So that's some smart, smart shit. So for him, fuck it. Even though he was the opposition, because I'm a Giants fan and I'm a Jets fan first, you know, even though he was an op, you know, being a, a New England Patriot, you know, fuck it. He played it, played it cool, played it smooth, and he's done. But fuck them, fuck the Patriots. Let's talk about shit that actually matters, because, of course, I'm a New York sports fan, so if you're expecting me to cover all 32 teams in the NFL, no, bitch, you're not getting that shit. Because you're here with me, you're getting the people that I fuck with or either whoever may be of prominence to speak about in that moment. So the next prominent part in the NFL, obviously, is... Not so much Huncho Day. Huncho Day was cool. I feel like that's a nice little publicity stunt for flag football and a bunch of rappers and celebs and shit. Like, that's cool. I'm not going to knock Huncho Day, which is Quavo of the Migos. He hosts this, like, um, outing, I think it's for, like, the last two years now. Like, flag football with the NFL celebrities, some kids in Atlanta. As far as the public goes and that whole image and positivity and and role models all being there and successful, you know, people in the community being seen – dope otherwise it's nothing but a bunch of rich motherfuckers playing flag football i mean i had colin kaepernick out there which was dope people already talking shit saying you know like oh good if this if he's gonna get on the field let it be stuff like this because he only did what he did for the money guess what you're entitled to that whole ass opinion because i don't think that's necessarily accurate wherever you fall on the kaepernick slate in the side of things look i get it man i'm all pro for the troops but anti-war, that's just my stance in general. So the fact that the man tried to make a statement, no matter how he did it, I don't feel like he tread on anybody. He was simply trying to make a statement, point blank, period. But now that time is coming gone, just like I think personally his time suiting up in the NFL also is coming gone. I just don't think you'll be able to justify it. It's too many guys already established in the league, too many years pass on, you got young talent constantly coming in and out of the draft. I just don't see it happening. So... I think Cap's pretty much done at this point. You know, let let your work be off the field, which is kind of what he was cementing and doing anyway. Because I think his legacy now is going to obviously be more so what he did off the field than on the field. So, fuck it. Salute to you, Cap, for real, for real. But like I said, more importantly and prominently, fucking new Jets uniforms. Fuck the nonsense. First of all, I need you to understand something. <clears throat> I don't know. It's like, damn, I thought you were better. Just a little stuffy. It's just like, you know, I'm constantly just knocking out, you know, loads and loads. And I know that sounds lovely, like loads and loads. I'm knocking out loads and loads of just, you know, all this mucus. But, of course, I got to go ahead and give it this, this. This podcast would not be possible without, obviously, the listeners and viewers support, but also support by our sponsor, which is the drink of the motherfucking day, week, month, year, motherfucking lifetime water. And not water, and, and and understand me. If you're in the East Coast, uh, you you know it's water. 
not water or <clears throat> as I put on my special voice, water. It's water. So, um, the Jets uniforms. I've been a Jets fan since about 1997, roughly. And um, it's been the same fucking uniforms. I'm just going to call it for what it is. It's been the classic green and white. I mean, for a certain stretch, we kind of had a nod to the old New York football team, the uh, New York Titans. They were they were the original franchise before the Jets were established. And um, their colors were like navy and like a gold color, almost like a mustard gold. But it was like navy and gold, which was, was kind of fly. Uh, but then the team was bought by, I uh, um, believe the gentleman's name was Leon Hess of Hess fame. The Hess trucks back and it's better than ever. Yeah, that the Hess guy. The Hess guy bought a football franchise and he made it the New York Jets because he wanted to be after the Hess jet planes because I believe he was, uh, was he's like an oil or something along those lines. Either way, um, his whole thing was that he wanted the team to stand out from the other franchises who already incorporated blue as their thing because New York State's colors are blue, white, and orange. So if you wonder, like, why is it all New York teams have blue and orange, that's why. He wanted a team to stand out from the rest, and because it also matched the brand of Hess, he went with the green and white scheme. So that's why the Jets have always rocked the green and white, or as it's known, Hunter Green and Ivory White. This time around, Nike has gone on to say since last year that this unveiling was going to happen on April fucking 4th, which means by the time the Thursday fucking edition of the podcast comes, your boy's probably going to be pulling up because I already fucking said as soon as the, as soon as the gear drops, I'll put it this way. I'm already betting odds based off of what I've heard. It's a good 65% chance, 70% chance that these are going to be fire. It's only a slim 15% chance that it's like, eh, they all right. And then another 15% that's like, the fuck is that? Because Nike don't fuck up their uniforms. Their thing is this. They know, especially what they deal with the NFL that they have now, if you, look, if you go to see all the redesigns they've done in uniforms, they've always been dope. I think the only, the only uniform redesign that I did not like was that super fucking highlighter green that Seattle had. That shit is just obnoxious as fuck but i mean speaking back up on the jets though i'm hearing that i believe the logo has changed which is dope because it's been that simple decal for like i said for fuck ever i think it's been that decal since like before maybe the early 90s when they had the the jets with the little wing on it that logo so the the logos evolved a little bit over the years but this logo's been rocking for almost 20 years now, so it hasn't been any real changes. Same thing with the Giants, honestly. But I'm hearing the logos change. I'm hearing that the colors are still, again, the green and white, but I'm hearing more so that there's also an alternate that they're going to be wearing during the regular season that incorporates black and green. Now, what makes that dope is that black and green has always been there. That's always been there. When I say it's been there, it's probably been there since, again, the early 2000s when I had a black and green John Abraham, like, training jersey, which was, like, the little on-field jersey they'd wear during warm-ups. I had one that was black and green. The, the jersey was black. The letters the letters are, like, a dark green. So, granted, it, w- it wasn't bad, but it was, a, it was, like, at the same time, it was just a very dark-looking jersey. So, didn't inspire a lot. But because I know this is Nike, they're probably not going to make it nearly as black. They may even mat it out and just do a bunch of piping. Either way, just notice. If the fucking jerseys are fire, number one, I got to get a fucking jersey. That's 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 just final. And then number two, I had to think, whose jersey am I going to get? 
Cause I'm because I'm not a jock to go ahead and get a quarterback's jersey. I know it's like because your quarterbacks are trash. No, it's not even that. I just uh, I'm not really big on the idea of getting a quarterback unless they're like a legend. Only Jets legendary quarterback there is really is is Namath. I mean, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna flip to say you're looking at the Giants, then that would be a Manning jersey, just flat out. But I mean, even then, it's like I would want to try to think who currently on the current Jets team that would get. I'd probably get Jamal Adams because Jamal Adams is that boy. Jamal Adams is that boy, you know. And I'm trying to think because I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get a Darnold jersey yet because I feel like it's putting a lot on him, and I'm not gonna necessarily ride with Darnold. I feel like I still need to see another year out of him. Um, I wouldn't get Le'Veon Bell because that's such a groupy fucking thing to do. You got, we just signed a fucking big name free agent running back and now I'm going to go get his jersey. I'm not a fucking groupie. So no, uh, I'm not going to get none of my wide outs. Like I said, defensively, I like Jamal Adams. Cause if you see him, if you ever watch the Jets or follow the Jets, you see who Jamal Adams is. Number 33. He don't fuck around. Like, that man is going to be entering his third year this year. And when I say he don't fuck around, he don't fuck around. Already a two-time all-pro all selection. Got Made his first Pro Bowl this last year. He brings that shit on every fucking plane. He's a young vocal leader. So, I respect this game. So, I think if I'm going to get a new Jets jersey, it's going to be an Adam. So, we'll see. That should be Thursday. So, Thursday podcast is going to be wild. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to... Try to hold my emotions. I would love to do like an unveiling video of me seeing it for the first time, but that shit ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna literally be up on Instagram like this at like 9, 10 in the morning. Do you know that's what they're gonna do it? They're gonna do it first thing in the morning so then everybody can talk about it like your boy. So we'll, we'll have to see what's really good with that shit though. So I'm excited for the new Jets unis. It should be fire. Um, And like I said, now all of my old Jets shit are now considered throwbacks. So I'm excited as fuck. But um, I'm trying to see. But besides my Jets and their constant madness and hopefully them having a good season, uh, let's also talk about one of my other favorite teams as well, the motherfucking 27-time 27 27 time World Series champion New York Yankees. I know someone's like, that's fucking greasy. Y'all haven't won a championship in like 10 years. Still, just saying. What the fuck is going on with my Yankees? Um, I know for people that probably don't follow baseball, I follow it when I say when the Yankees play, it's a good game. They're falling the fuck apart. I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing one of our major players, John Carlos Stanton, he's now on a on a ten day like temporary like leave because he fucking hurt his arm with a freak swing. One guy fucked up his labrum and may need season ending surgery in the first four fucking games. Another guy has also been fucking hurt. Aaron judge hasn't smacked the home run so far in these first like three games. I'm just like, yo, can we, can somebody get my fucking Yankee some milk? Cause what the fuck is going on? Like I'm nervous because I'm like, look, you know, baseball is a game with like, what is that? Like 180 some more games. So I'm just thinking about the long haul. I'm thinking about, listen, your whole focus is for the next six months. Cause when October comes, that's the playoffs. That's my favorite month of the year, by the way. Cause October you have the, you have literally football, football going into the thick of how the playoff picture might look. You got baseball going into postseason. You got hockey popping. You got basketball rocking. So I'm like, October is like one of the the best month, in my opinion, just for that alone. Plus, on top of that, I love Halloween. I love the weather here and all that other fly fall shit. Plus, fall fashion is just it's the best fashion of the year. But 
I'm just thinking, like, long-term, in the end, like, it's going to be a long six months. And as a Yankee fan, I never really worry about it. You know, I always say the Yankees always have pretty strong seasons. I can't think of the last time the Yankees had a bad season. We don't do bad seasons. We just do playoffs. That's it. So I'm not worried about it. We do playoffs or championships. So it's either way. Either way, I'm not worried about it. It's never in doubt. Go motherfucking Yankees. Let's go Bronx Bombers. But, um... Speaking of it, outside of my Yankees and my love for New York sports, because I know you guys didn't sign up for this shit in the first 20-some more minutes. Um, let's just mention, of course, uh, the last pangs of March Madness, and that's the NCAA. We're down to the Final Four, which I don't do the fucking brackets because I'm not a fucking genie. I don't know of all these fucking schools, which, I mean, I never went to a college that had a fucking team, which, like I said, I was checked out to be. Uh, like, well, unless you went to that school, you shouldn't really be going that hard about some team in it. So I didn't go to Syracuse. I didn't go to St. John's. I didn't go to none of these. So I didn't go to Rutgers. I didn't go to none of these teams in the area or none of these, um, or any of these colleges in the area. So if you're telling me here for a bunch of money, I want you to put these brackets down and tell me who do you think is going to get it? Now, granted, there's probably some motherfucker out there who lives and breathes off this shit. There's plenty of them actually. But these final four, let me tell you the fucking teams and the locations of who's in the final four. If you honestly saw this shit coming, because no one's seen this shit coming. The Texas Tech Red Raiders. First of all, I know of Texas Tech only from slightly from football. They're an okay program of football. Their basketball program, from what it looks like, is a little weird. It says their biggest strength is that they were ranked number one in adjusted defensive efficiency. So. I assume that they were one of those teams that kind of was sort of hanging in the balance and, you know, they're having a good year. So that's Texas Tech. Virginia, the Cavaliers, their biggest strength is that they're ranked number two in in adjusted offensive efficiency. So that, again, is one of those programs that it's like, it's Virginia, so I don't know and yeah, you just don't know. So it's like, again, picture this bracket. So then number three, you got the Auburn Tigers. Again, known more so for their football program. Auburn is definitely in the thickest shit when it comes to football. Sometimes they make it, they make it to several bowl games. They're one of the better SEC teams. But basketball, it's not like one of those programs that you expect to really excel. Because, like, I'm thinking of these teams that are left. I don't think anyone here in any of these programs are going to go in the top 10 in the NBA draft in a couple of weeks. So I'm just still like still shocked at how this shit all sh- is all shaking out. And then, of course, the Michigan State Spartans. Now, I'm not going to knock the Spartans. Michigan State Spartans, they've had a program over the years. They've had several famous players come from there. So I'm not going to knock the Spartans per se. But again, we're still talking about four teams no one expected. The Michigan State Spartans, Auburn Tigers, fucking Virginia Cavaliers, and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You gave me a bracket. I just would have put Cuse on the motherfucking loose. I wouldn't have put anything else but Cuse on the loose. Because I love saying that. And it's the funniest fucking thing. Plus that goddamn mascot is fucking hilarious. So yeah. I would not have guessed this. I wouldn't have guessed it guys. So that's the reason why when I say. But people say like, oh, yeah, fill out your bracket. I don't waste my time because things like this happen. And, and this is anybody's win. Now, as far as to give for the uninitiated, 
uh, what teams are typically in it when it comes to NCAA basketball. It would be the teams like Duke. Um, it would be like University of Kentucky, Kentucky, Gazanga, uh, who a couple others that I'm that I'm probably sleeping on right now. Um, North Carolina. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so it's like you know teams of that like prestige because because these these are literally teams that their basketball programs are like highly invested. Meaning like when you're a, a high school prospect, those teams I just mentioned are like teams that you would typically you know set out to go to. And most of them are in the South. They're mostly in the South, like North Carolina, Virginia, uh, South Carolina. You know, like other little places in between, but not in these, like, not a Texas team, not a Michigan team, not a, I mean, the Cavaliers again, Virginia, but again, no one thought it was going to be them or even Michigan. So, like I said, it's just very, very odd. And then again, the, the one prospect who's looking like he'll probably be a Nick or at least number one overall, if possible, Zion Williamson from Duke, they just got eliminated and make it to the final four. But again, you're still talking about a guy from a program that, you know, has a bunch of prestige. And now when he comes into it, they're already saying that his rookie year, he may just have like a hundred million dollar sneaker deal. And I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, good form because again, these guys are going into this shit, not getting paid. I know some people are like, well, their free ride just to play a sport is there is there is there is them getting paid. I'm like, yeah, but they could get hurt and that could completely change their their collegiate and and even in their their sports career just like that. So, you know, I don't blame the idea that a guy could come in and get like a hundred million shit. Get that money. Only thing I fear is do you see these fucking sneakers lately? Like you know, fucking around and making sneakers look like some fucking like Yeezys and shit you play basketball in. I'm just saying. It's a little rough. Like I said, I've never been a fan of the LeBrons because they've just always looked weird to me. Just like I've never been a fan of the KDs. Now I'm having a like talking to my sneakerhead moments, you know, right here. But I, I don't know. Like for me, I, I guess ultimately it comes down to it. You know, Zion's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see his career trajectory, whether it's in New York or not. But that's pretty much all I got for sports regardless. Now we're going to get into gaming. So with gaming, going to the water well heavy this episode, um, I've been fucking suffering in Sekiro. I'm not even going to bullshit you. That, that, that's, that's honestly the best I got for gaming right now. I've been getting my ass whipped on in Sekiro. And it's been a good thing because I have a confession to make. So I'm a special guy. I remember seeing gameplay of this one Japanese, like, free world RPG action slashing game that I thought Sekiro was, but it's not. I initially thought that this game was Ghost of Tsushima, which is a game that hasn't even been released as of yet. It had that whole real hyper-realistic samurai, you know, knife, um, not knife, like katana, you know, blade clashing and all sorts of shit. Which, speaking of which, 
I have to interject this shit. I saw some fucking YouTube video which compared, again, the, the, the comparisons between Ghost of Tsushima and Sekiro. This motherfucker had the nerve to say, well, and I, and I was and I was digging him when he was making the comparisons. Like, oh, well, this is in this part of Japan, which is more so towards the, like, 1800s. This one was more so in the 1400s era. And, um... I was up there completely with him in the video in the first like five, like three, five minutes until he literally said another common misconception that people can mistake is because they're both katana wielders. I'm going I'm to let you hear that again. Let me get some water. I'm going to throw this. The motherfucker said one of their fucking common one of the com- one of the commonalities of this game is that they're both fucking katana wielders. The fuck is a katana? I can't think of any accent, any accent. And I mean, it's not like a just typical white guy. He wasn't like super country. He's like, oh yeah, you know, he's out there with them damn katanas. No, it's one. It's katana. It's a katana. And on top of that, even if you a country is fuck. You would still say, what the fuck you doing with that goddamn katana? Not that goddamn katana. I'm like, I, I stopped the video. I didn't even finish it. I wanted to see what else was there. I was like, dude, I can't, I, I don't fuck with your vid because you had the nerve. You disrespected a culture that ain't even mine. You, you called it a fucking katana. I'm out this bitch. And while playing Sekiro, I've seen some guides and again, another dude, like I was having a problem with this, with this boss fight. And some people are like, Oh, you piece of shit. You know, that was from, that was, that's from, from software. So it's the same people that make the dark souls games, very difficult games to play. Um, I, I looked up a guy and some dude was like, Oh yeah. You know, especially the way to gun to gun deal with this one boss is when they make a move, throw your shurikens at them. I'm like, time the fuck out. What is a shuriken? You know, throwing stars? I mean, I could have went with shuriken. I would have I would have taken everything else, but not shurikens. What the fuck are the shurikens do? You motherfuckers with these videos, I need you to come correct. You're already giving me information here. Don't give me that shit. As a matter of fact, no. I'm going to do this shit live because... I'm feeling some fucking sort of way. Plus, I'm back, so I'm going to have to fucking do this. It's a shuriken, not a shuriken. It's not shuriken. No, it's not that motherfucker. Shuriken. Like, Shuri from Black Panther and Ken from Street Fighter. Shuriken. Not shuriken. Just like it's katana, not katana. And a cabana. Why you in fucking the Savannah with a fucking broad name Hannah? No, 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 bro, no, no. So, Sekiro otherwise has been good to me. <laughs> Sekiro otherwise has been fucking good to me. You know, I like a challenge, but I definitely thought it was a different game. I thought it was um, Ghost of Tsushima, which is a lot slower pace and less difficult. And um, otherwise, I'm I'm having a good time. I'm really just digesting the game. <clears throat> and more than anything, kind of just enjoying that, um, that's a challenge for once and not something that, you know, I have to, what's the word I'm looking for? 
and not and not something that I have to you know sit here and just breeze through and just be like, wow, I didn't get my sixty dollars worth. Oh, I'm getting my sixty dollars worth. Trust me, you can believe that fly shit. I'm getting my whole sixty dollars worth. So that's definitely not in question. So fucking Sekiro is dope. I definitely suggest it. It should be available on all platforms except for the Nintendo Switch because come on. But otherwise, yeah, I think the next game, uh, the next episode, I'm going to try to get some gameplay from Sekiro. Where I'm at right now, I just beat another one of the mini bosses. And that's another thing. It's like you walk around and there are mini bosses mixed in with the bosses, but they're all fucking equally difficult. So... It's not like you're just breezing through anything. You could easily get fucked up if you don't know what you're, what you're doing. And there's some stealth involved. And there's some hacking. Hacking slash. There's a whole katana fucking parry system. And just, you know, it's just it's just super dope shit with the whole shinobi arts. And I like the fucking, you know, the landscape of the world and all this other great shit like it. So... Yeah, I'm I'm liking Sekiro. If you haven't given it a try, I I definitely think it's something to check out. If you if you need something that's gonna hold you down, if you haven't played the Dark Souls series, so far I can say anybody that's a Dark Souls player seen this game and go, yeah, this is Dark Souls just with a shinobi instead of you know some like knight or something like it. So I definitely think Sekiro is dope. Um, another thing I had, and again, this is another old article, uh, Apple Arcade. So Apple last week did this whole press conference thing going into several offers that were mentioning they were mentioning about their Apple News Plus which is like a new subscription platform via Apple which I'm like dude there's so many outlets out there that provide news granted there's a bunch of fake news fucking floating around but still I'm not going to spend like $10 a month for that shit I mean basically it's like Apple's version of the New York Times if you will so I'm like uh, I see what you're doing there and then they also then had Apple Plus TV, which is basically their version of Netflix, where they're going to have a bunch of um, content and things like it. And I'm, I'll probably get more so into that in the other in the other sections. But fuck it. I mean, we're here. Uh, Apple Plus TV is pretty much going. It's, it's, it's like a direct competitor to Netflix. Just no bullshit. Except that with their content, you can view it both online and offline. Um, it's going to be another monthly paid subscription series. They've got a bunch of exclusives with like Jason Momoa, Steven Spielberg, uh, motherfucking Oprah. So they ain't fucking around. Apple's like, look, and we ain't playing these games. We, we, we've sat back while Netflix has gotten literally Academy Awards. I also think Steven Spielberg's like, all right, look, you pussies. I didn't get an award this past Oscars for Ready Player One, and I put my whole foot in that shit because I visually thought it was gonna win, um, like best like, uh, fucking special effects and visual effects. When that shit didn't, I was like, oh yeah, Spielberg is pissed. And plus, he doesn't like this whole streaming phenomenon that we're in now with movies. But that's just the way of the industry now. So that's just the future. Um, so also with the future is they've got Apple Arcade, which is supposed to allow you to be able to play these games from these indie developers, which is supposed to be available on all the Apple platforms. So literally iPhone, iPad, Mac, you're supposed to be able to gut and play it on all these different platforms. And trust me, I wasn't showing off there like, oh, wow, he's got all Apple products. I didn't mean to do this shit. One day I just woke up and just realized like, oh, wait, um, like I literally got an iPhone because of an X. And I'm dumb as fuck for that. It's almost like it's I feel like I got suckered into the Apple like like 
universe itself and the same equivalent like someone gets a tattoo of their ex on their chest because otherwise i was a through and through android guy i love my galaxy note 2 when that shit came out it was dope as fuck because it was just my all-in-one phone tablet phablet whatever you want to call it i hate calling it phablet though but yeah i've kind of just gotten thrown all into this shit but either way apple arcade is supposed to be um it's supposed to be dope in the sense that all the games that come out, you're you're able to play them not only online, but then also offline, which has been a really fucking big thing for me, which is why I don't get into most mo- into most mobile games because they require an internet connection. I don't want to fuck with that. Because say, for instance, I'm going on a flight in like two weeks to Texas. Uh, for me, when it comes to planes, I'd rather be sleep, honestly. Truth be told, like I'd rather just fall asleep on the fucking plane. But every now and then, when I can't fucking sleep, I'm pretty much just listening to fucking podcasts. That's just what I do to just sort of not even psych myself out, but just be like, all right, this is what we doing. And with that shit, you know, something like that would kind of be dope because then I get to play whatever game that I have. Because most of the games that I would have on my phone or my tablet require a fucking connection. And I'm not paying for I'm not paying for that additional Wi-Fi, man. I'm not doing any of that extra shit. So, needless to say, and um, it definitely makes it a little bit more interesting in terms of um, in terms of their offerings now. But that I think all of these things I'm mentioning now from Apple aren't supposed to be rolling out until about October of this year. I just look at the end game of all this. I always try to see things from a much bigger, bigger perspective, and it's this from Apple. They've realized that they put themselves in a corner because, A, you don't need to have the latest iPhone anymore. This doesn't make any sense. I think since the 6 and 6S, they pretty much made almost the perfect smartphone, at least for now. And since then, all their iPhones have just been slight upgrades, not life-changing upgrades. So my point is, because the iPhones have gotten that way, the iPads damn sure have gotten that way because I mean at this point if you're getting the latest iPad is just because you're uh, 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 you're you're somebody that just has that just has that much additional income to just throw around because you don't need the latest and greatest iPad you don't I mean compared to the iPad that came out the gym before that and maybe even the gym before that you're pretty much on board same thing with these MacBooks these MacBooks Go the fucking mile, because unless you're like a Pixar animator who's constantly balancing your your Maya fucking programs and spreadsheets and all this other shit on your computer, you don't need the greatest of the greatest from fucking uh, a MacBook, even or from its pro, any of the iMacs. So case in point, Apple needed to find another way to keep their hands in your motherfucking pocket because they've kind of hit a corner with their products. Point blank period. That's why these products are all, all mentioned are going to be available both offline and online. Because that's their way of saying, hey, we just want your $20 a month. And pretty much with that $20 a month, that continues to fuel the lifeblood of the machine. While then you can enjoy it on your machines. Oh, yo, you wouldn't believe this shit. I was watching this shit just now. And son, you got to check this the fuck out. Dude, as a matter of fact, I'm about to hit you up on FaceTime real quick. Give me a fucking second. Yo, you can't believe what this motherfucker Jason Momoa did. Yo, stop pinging me. I'm not inviting you. Yo, I'm not accepting your invite because I whipped your ass in that game before. That's what they want. That's what they want. They want your money so that way 
they can go ahead and keep fucking fueling the machine. Because, oh, if you if you don't think that's not the wave now, that's just it. I feel like now when it comes to the service industry, everyone just wants to try to get you on those monthly plans. Because I think folks realize now a single product isn't gonna flow isn't gonna flow with most people. Whatever that product is, it has to have longevity and it also has to be able to sort of update itself. It needs to always be current. And because Apple has been struggling with their like sales, like I'm even seeing now, they're slashing the prices of the iPhone and like China and shit. And that's just because that's a whole nother topic that goes into economics. But I put it to you in short, Apple realizes that they were slow to the monthly subscription game. They allow app developers to go ahead and get that money on their apps which they you know constantly will charge you for whatever stuff like it like oh yeah here's your monthly uh monthly blah 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 subscription they're like we're getting our hands in the subscription money because we have x amount of devices out here and x amount of users so now if we're able to get at least 10 to 20 dollars from those people all if we're able to get 10 to 20 dollars from those hundreds of million to possibly billion motherfuckers do you know how much money we got and guess what i'm not gonna bullshit you with the whole android and apple war they're gonna win this war when that shit drops because android i'm sorry i'm sorry it's too open source there ain't shit right now that's gonna fuck with that google is trying because google's trying to get into the podcast game trust me i've seen it they've got this whole thing now with google podcast but yes that's cute that's cool still apple has done that so at this point, I don't know what Google's going to do because, I mean, granted, they've got YouTube and other fixtures like it. But point being, Apple is going to have it to where when it comes to being on their operating systems platform, it's an all in one immersive experience for not only the user, but for them. Because now, fuck it, if you're an asshole like me that has a 7 plus because you're, you're not getting whatever latest shit because you're just like, eh, that's cool. Because then I'm going to be the same fucker that's going to be like, yo, Apple Arcade dropping. I think I kind of want to play some of the games I got there because the graphics look dope as fuck. The gameplay seems intuitive as shit. And again, if you're telling me it's something I can play offline and online, dope. And if you say it's at a monthly subscription, based on how many games and how much it costs, you might be talking my language. And plus, with the content offering, I feel like they're bound to have some heat from those series. Like, they're bound to have some heat. So for them, I just hope they have something that's an all-inclusive number where it's like, hey, you can get app, you can get Apple TV Plus, and then you can also get Apple Arcade for like $25 a month. I'd be like, all right, bet, I'm in there. You say $30, I'm like, mm, all right, cool, I'm in there. But don't go past $30 because I'm like, all right, look, that's like how many Netflixes? That's like a Netflix, a Hulu, and a PlayStation subscription. And that's my last part on the whole Apple Arcade thing without going into the whole mythos of Apple's grand scheme is that whatever that cost is going to be for Apple Arcade, that shit has to fall in line with PlayStation Plus and Xbox Arcade. We ain't counting that shit Nintendo's doing because that's that's adorable. What I'm saying is that it can't be more than any of the big boys in the gaming, you know, in the current gaming stratosphere because you don't want people to look at that and go, wait a minute. So you're talking about a select number of games on my phone versus my PlayStation? Nah, B, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. 
and could because again, and I know Google came out with like is coming up with like Google Stadia. I haven't really looked that much into it, so I know that's another thing that Google is doing. But again, I reiterate to you, we are now entering an a la carte content world where now all of the content that you want and need are just going to be in these little micro subscriptions, which for me is both dope but also problematic because if you think about it, you already pay for internet most likely. Uh, if you if you still have cable, then cool. You you pay for the cable internet combo. But then all these other little fucking subscriptions. At some point, it's like, listen, there's gonna have to come either more mergers or at least from the idea of content um, distribution. There's gonna have to be a way that, like, you know, at some point, people are gonna be bombarded with like, okay, I like this show, but it's behind this paywall. I like this game, but it's behind this paywall. I enjoy this service, and that's its own paywall, but then there's at least two other fucking paywalls on top of insurance and utilities and fucking grooming because, you know, you need a fucking haircut. You know, all these other different things like it. So it's just, I just feel like this a la carte content shit is just going to get a little fucking bonkers. Like I look at it now, the Twilight Zone series is now on, what is that? CBS something like the CBS streaming service. I'm like, I'm not getting that because I don't fuck with CBS that heavy, but I fuck with the Twilight Zone. So now the only thing that you're going to possibly encourage right now is a little bit of pirating, because at the end of the day, what the fuck? Like, uh-uh. I'm not going to have all these companies in my pockets. That's just not happening. Uh-uh. Every now and then, I like a little disconnect from everything anyway. So, yeah. I You know, Apple Arcade supposed to be dropping this um this fall. So, that right there is going to be, uh, gonna be pretty good. Now, looking at... um. Which also, by the way, I, I, I need to mention that as I'm beginning to wind down on this. When it comes to Apple and those fucking presenters, like, I understand you're trying to sell some shit, but it's some real cringy shit that goes down there. It's just like everything is always innovative, breaking, uh, life-changing, game-changer. Yes, I feel great about this. I'm expecting you to say that shit. I'm expecting you to say it. I can't wait for a company that comes around and says, listen, okay, we're aware this is experimental and we're hoping that you enjoy it. Apple always makes their shit seem so much more grandiose than what it really is on the surface. And it's fucking crazy. It's crazy how they do it. They always go, you know, it's just like, like, like even with their phones, it's like, it's like we use, we use recycled aluminum sheets where it's one single sheet that's laser cut. I'm like, no fam, bro. I don't give a fuck what it was made out of. Granted, I'm so glad to know it's safe for the environment that I'm happy about, but don't try to sell me all, all these little, these, these little fine details. Just let me make my fucking calls. Make sure my shit don't drop. When I drop my fucking phone, hopefully the screen doesn't shatter, which I've never broken a fucking phone. I have not broken a fucking phone, which is why I keep phones so long. But, you know, like Apple kills me trying to sell this shit so high. Like even Apple Pay, they got a fucking Apple debit card now. And they show you the little video of the fucking little laser outlining it and sketching the Apple and then talking like, yes, we're going to allow it to where you get to see all your transactions, this, this, and this. I just fear. And it's the part of me that's a 90s baby, but living in a 2000s world where one particular company or several companies have so many hands 
or so much pull in my fucking life. It's wild. Like, I just think that shit's wild. And no, it's not some like, like, you know, like Orwellian fucking dystopian, like, oh yeah, big brother. I'm not even going that deep. I just, I just don't think, I just put it to you like this. In short, in closing, half the shit that's out there now, you probably don't need. That's, it's just that simple. Half the shit now that's out right now, you just don't need. I'm feeling very guru-like in my return right now. Like, I know my energy is like, blah, 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 blah. My nose is a little stuffy, so my voice is a little nasally. But half the shit out there right now, you don't need. You just don't. Like... I'm at that point now where I'm like, listen, man, I'm going to be 29 soon in like a couple of days. I am soaking up so much of this last bit of my 20s, you know, last bit of my 20s with no kids, no diseases, no major problems or anything like that weighing on me. I'm just trying to make the most of my career, experience life, enjoy myself in between, go to events, do, you know, make art. You know, have experiences, you know, enjoy my fucking friends and family that are here. Enjoy being here. Just just enjoy the moments. I don't get caught in my fucking Netflix subscription, Hulu subscription, PlayStation Plus subscription, and all those other different fucking things because I'm going to keep it gangster. Most of my subscriptions are shared with somebody else, and they just, just, I'm in there. I'm in there. God bless it. I'm motherfucking in there. Shit, as a matter of fact, let me go ahead and shout out my homie Crystal now. Shout out to my homie Crystal. You know, like I said, shit, when it, when it comes to the homie Chris, listen, I'm talking iTunes, music, Netflix, in there, in there, god damn it. And listen, I mean, for me, if it was like a, you know, quid pro quo of some sort of sorts, nah, I'm just a homie like that. That's it. That's it. So seriously, and I and I think that's probably what is what it's gonna lead more so to as well is when you're gonna have all these services and things like it, people are gonna get on those family plans and all that shit, and they're gonna make it work. But guess what? They don't give a fuck because again, they just want the money. That's all they want is the money. Should even come down to certain podcasts of mine, like certain podcasts of mine, like one of them, and I'm not gonna say which podcast. I don't want to put them out there on Front Street, but I even noticed content kind of running a little slow. Since they opened that Patreon, because most of that content is now behind a fucking paywall. So, this shit right here is like, man, listen. Everything's gonna have a fucking bill attached to it, man. This shit is crazy. But, otherwise, man, feels good to be fucking back. I'm not even gonna bullshit you. I still think to myself, like, yo, I'm, I really sit here for like a good hot hour just going off and shit. And... <laughs> it's just me. Like, I know some people have been like, yo, like, yo, like, yo, like, yo, you definitely got to get like another voice or something. And yeah, I, I mean, that's cool. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to have guests. Like, 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 as a matter of fact, I'm going to have guests as soon as next week. So I'm not even worried about that. You know, I just think my biggest thing more so than anything is, like I said, I have a ball being able to share these experiences and these ideas of mine because speaking of sharing ideas and experiences, so this is, a, this, this is some funny shit right here. So for all the people, that are uh, Pokemon fans. God throw this out here. And this is a wild way to end the fucking episode. It really is. Because I'm literally. I'm going to literally end it on this one wild ass question. And I'm pretty sure that's going to. Like yeah. Matter of fact. I'm going to end it on this wild ass question. Because that's going to specifically show me as well. 
who the fuck really listens intently to this fucking podcast? Because like I said, you know, so far, like I said, my network is a good, like, 500 plus heads. I have no problem admitting to that. And that's on, like, all platforms. I'm, like, just a 500, 500 people person. Like, 500 people in my network strong. So I get that at least 10 to 15% differential or more. I'm trying to up them fucking numbers. But... For the people that follow Pokemon or used to follow Pokemon, if you had to, if you had to fuck a Pokemon, which one would you and why? That's all I got for you. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking stupid, but I'm that ass. And again, I got to shut up my, my fucking, my fucking online tribe, fucking Hunter, fucking chill. Fucking Havoc's whole ass fucking tank. All those in between, you know, new and old. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got I to gotta shout out the fucking crazy fucking people. But, yeah. Um, otherwise, thank you for once again tuning in to another edition of the Bombastic Podcast. I'm your host, Imani Wilson. Uh, once again, if you liked what you heard and viewed here, please take a moment right now to subscribe and click that bell button on YouTube or consider subscribing on whichever platform on which you listen and enjoy your favorite podcast. Once again, I'm Imani Wilson and it's been another one. We out. Peace.